the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the Word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast to pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back, relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Brothers and sisters, an awesome door of opportunity has been opened to all of us who've been born again. All of us who've been born again have the awesome opportunity to have a close, intimate, personal relationship with God. But unfortunately, although that opportunity is made available to all of us, not too many of us have and enjoy a close, intimate relationship with God like He wants us to do. One of the reasons why is because too many of us don't know how to increase our intimacy with Him. There are things that can be done by each and every one of us to increase the intimacy between God and us. There's a pathway that each of us can follow that'll get us to the place where we have the close, intimate, personal relationship with God that He desires to have with us. So come on, y'all. Let's learn about how to get there. So, without further ado, let me share today's mission with you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it comes. 1 Timothy chapter 5, please. 1 Timothy chapter 5. Don't get nervous right here. 1 Timothy chapter 5. Sometimes there's some personal situations that hit our lives in which we are encouraged to pray night and day. <laughs> oh, first Timothy chapter five. Look at your neighbor. Say, I know you ain't been there yet, but that's all right. You go, you know, just take good notes, take good notes. Tell them cause you're going to need them. You're going to need them. Praise God. Just take good notes. Amen. No, you ain't there yet, but take good notes. I don't know what he talking about. I'm a man, or woman of faith. I am the righteous. Yeah. The Bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord will deliver us out of them all. First Timothy chapter five. We'll start reading verse five for time's sake. I'm going to just go straight to verse five. It says, now she that is a widow indeed and desolate trusteth in God and continueth in supplication and prayers night and day. Now, regardless to the personal situation that, that, that saints experience, saints are encouraged to be able to pray night and day. Now, this right here is talking about a widow. A widow, which would, widow means one who's lacking a husband because of a death or something like that. They're a widow. Praise God. Now, once again, we don't think like they thought, because when they thought it, they, 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 it was based upon the times that they were living in, that, 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 that phrase was written in. One of the things that you always remember is never superimpose your 20th century Americanized mentality onto a first century Eastern book. Because you got to go back to their era to find out what he was talking about. Because you look thinking in your area 
in your area, this, this probably might not work too well for you. Because, see, in, in biblical days, the husband was usually the source of provision for a woman. Because in those days, the woman went from her father's house to her husband's house. It wasn't all this, you know, slangle stuff like we be doing nowadays. That didn't exist like that back then. You went from covering to covering. You went from provision to provision. God never intended no woman to go from provision to broke. That's why single ladies now say, hey, stop thinking about marrying some old broke butt brother. I don't care how cute he is. I don't care how he kiss. I don't care how many cell phones he buying a week in a week. Praise God. Don't be man, no broke butt brother. Y'all like this, praise God. I don't care. But we love one another. Honey, love don't keep the lights on. Love might be inspiration to turn the lights off, but love, love don't keep the lights on. We move on. I'm trying to teach up in here. Praise God. Because then later on, you'd be wanting to counsel with me, waste my time and ask me what you, what do I do with this old broke butt brother that you hooked? The one I told you don't be with in the first place. Praise God. But I'll counsel. I, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll spend the time with you because I love you. Praise God. I'm trying to save you and me some problems later on down the line. Anyway, back then, back then, when the widow, when a, a widow needed, her husband was the one that was provisioned. Whereas if her husband died, either his family or her family would have to become the source of provision for her. Where his family or her family would become the source of provision for her. Well, let's go back to verse five again. It said, now, that, now she that is a widow indeed and desolate and desolate. That word desolate right there means isolated, which means she's cut off, isolated. The inference is that this person has no other known avenue or possible provision. They have no other avenue or possibility of provision because they're both widowed and isolated, which means they ain't got ain't. Let me put it this way. Ain't no way. It, there's nothing in the natural that you can see how this can happen. There is because see, back then women didn't work. So that's why I said don't superimpose your 20th century Americanized mentality right now. You'd be like, I just go get me a job. Back then it, it wasn't like that. Does it make sense? Can I put it this way? Girlfriend was between a rock and a hard place with no choice, no chance of getting out of it. Because sometimes we can be in some situations that in the natural, there's no way to get out of it. We can't go this way because that's shut down. We can't go that way because that's shut down. We can't go this way because that's shut down. We try to turn around. We can't turn around. We in a tight situation. Once again, I'm sure none of y'all ever been in no kind of tight situation where there is no natural provision, no avenue for you to be able to get nothing. But look what they were admonished to do. Now, she that is a widow indeed and desolate, trusted in God. That word trusted means expected. I like this one the best, though. Or confided. It trusted right there means expected or confided, which means that she spoke her heart to God. She shared her heart with God. Lord, you know, I love you. 
You know that I'm yours. And you also know what I'm dealing with. And you know what I'm experiencing. Where she turned her face to the wall and told God all. She confided in him. And then look what she, it says. And continued in supplication and prayer night and day. There it is. She's praying in this thing night and day. See, sometimes we find ourselves in some situations and stuff like that where we do it this way. Well, you just don't need to sleep. Sometimes you can find yourself in some situation where you ain't going to go to sleep. Look at your neighbor and say, just take good notes. Just take good notes. You are going to need these. Praise God. You are going to need these. Sometimes you can be in a situation where sleep ain't even on your mind. You ain't going to eat. You ain't going to sleep. You ain't going to play no games. You don't want to watch no games. Somebody turn on the TV, be ready to throw it out the window. Snatch it out the wall. Be like, no. Because I got a problem that needs to be handled. We ain't talking about no ordinary run-of-the-mill problem here. We're talking about a problem that boils down to life and death. Because girlfriend ain't got no provision. She got no sight of provision. Whereas I don't even see how I can get out of this. She prayed night and day and confided to God. Turn to Psalms number 88, please. She prayed night and day and she confided with God. She shared with him, talked with him, spent some time with him. Psalms number 88. Stanza number one. It says, O Lord God of my salvation, I have cried day and night before thee. Let my prayer come before thee. Incline thine ear unto my cry. See, the Bible speaks of saints praying night, day and night, night and day. But stanzas number three and four will tell you why the psalmist prayed day and night. It says, for my soul is full of troubles and my life draws not unto the grave. I am counted with them that go down into the pit. I am as a man that have no strength. Let's relook at those. For my soul is full of trouble. Your soul, of course, is your mind, your will, your emotion. Praise God. And sometimes your soul can be filled full of trouble. It could be filled full of trouble. That word full right there means to 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 sate. It means to feel to satisfaction. Let's do that one. To feel to satisfaction. Now, of course, you're going to be filled, but your satisfaction is going to be as in let me do it this way. When that means filled to satisfaction, you'd be like, no, no more, no more. You know how on Thanksgiving? You know, when y'all eat and eat and eat on Thanksgiving? Until somebody, what do you say when somebody say, hey, would you another like some more turkey? What do you say, my brother? What do you say? No more turkey. Why is that? Because he's satisfied. He's full. Well, you don't even want no more. Well, sometimes you can get so much trouble up in your head. You can get in the middle of so much situation that fill your head with so much trouble that you be no more. You just can't even receive no more. You don't want no more. It also translates to have enough, which you think I, I, I know more. And it also translates to have plenty of, which you just got plenty. But this ain't good and plenty like the candy. This is bad and plenty. Are you listening to me? Which you got trouble in your head. Troubles. That word troubles 
translates bad or evil. Well, there's bad stuff, bad thoughts all up in your head, evil stuff all up in your head going on because of what's going on all around you. It also translates, check this list out, adversity, affliction, calamity, displeasure, distress, grief, harm, heavy or heaviness, hurt, ill, misery, sadness, sorrow, wickedness, wrong, and worse. All this is going on up inside your head. Once again, I know none of y'all know what I'm talking about. But sometimes you can be in some situations where that full list is up in your head. And by the way, I didn't even give you everything it translates. I left some of it out for time purposes. Well, this is going on in your head. Now, once again, we up in here laughing. We up in here giggling about it. Find yourself in these situations. Ain't going to be nothing funny. Ain't going to be nothing funny. Somebody can put on the funniest movie that you used to goof all laugh at. <laughs> put it on, you'll be sitting there looking like, if you don't turn this off. Because your smile is gone. You be putting on old songs. Ain't no sunshine when he's gone. <laughs> Only darkness every day. Then you be like, ain't no sunshine every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Y'all don't know nothing about what I'm talking about. <laughs> You've been singing the blues, praise God. Deep blues, praise God. Navy blues, praise God. <laughs> now, if any of these ain't a reason to pray all night and all day, I don't know what the heck is. But he didn't stop there. Because he said, for my soul is full of troubles and my life draweth nigh unto the grave. His life was drawn nigh unto the grave. That meant that he saw himself as dying near death or even approaching death. That's whether it's from a situation faced, diagnosis received, or impending danger. I don't care what angle the information came from, he recognized that that meant that he's near death. And he didn't stop there. He said, I am counted with them that go down into the pit. That word counted right there means thought or regarded or valued. He is thought of, regarded as, or valued as them that go down into the pit. He was given up by others as a lost man. Folks look at him, they're like, oh, man, you, you hit. You've been on, you, I don't know if you've been in a situation and stuff like that where, 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 where you just tell people, I need you to pray with me or pray for me, and they'll be like, okay, I will. But you can look in the eye and know they ain't praying. Because they're like, I ain't got no faith for your stuff. I should. I just heard what's happening to you. And I'm so hit like dang. I know y'all ain't been in no situation like that. What a preacher be like, amen. He's <laughs> thinking like, man. Because they being brought down to the pit. The pit speaks of destruction. Let me paraphrase it from you for you. He said, everybody else as well as I think that I am as good as dead. 
Because sometimes you can be in a situation where you just write, begin to write yourself off. Right? right I, I, I'm through. This, this just ain't going to work. I, I can't get past this one. You, I, I, I can't. I don't know if y'all ever been there. Whereas you done gave up. You done wrote yourself off. And everybody around you in full agreement with you. This is a phrase that shows that the person is destitute of both life and hope. They are hopeless. They might, man, whatever. And he went on to say, hey, he was a man that had no strength. Homie said, I ain't got no strength. This means whose strength is utterly gone, utterly, absolutely gone. It means that he's, he, he's living in name only, not in substance. I don't know if you've ever been there. But you just wake up and another day is the same as the last day and the last day is the same as the other days. And it's like, man, what? Mike's put on clothes, Mike not put on clothes. People ask you what day, I don't even know. Man. He, can, I, can I phrase it? Let me, let me just give it to your hood. He was hit. This guy was just straight hit. And a lot of us can find ourselves in situations like that. Drop down the stanza number nine, please. He goes on to say, mine eye mourneth by reason of affliction. That word mourneth means pines. It also translates sorrowful. That I'm, my, my, my eye is just sorrowful. Everything I see is sorrowful because of my affliction. Lord, I have called daily upon thee. I have stretched out my hands unto thee. I have called daily upon thee because sometimes your eye can be mourning because of the affliction. That word affliction right there means depression. That is misery. But you in so much misery, it's just depressing. And it also translates trouble. But he says, but I, I, but I call daily upon thee. I have stretched out my hands unto thee. Will thou show wonders to the dead? Shall the dead arise and praise thee? Selah. Shall thy loving kindness be declared in the grave or thy faithfulness in destruction? Shall thy wonders be known in the dark and thy righteousness in the, in the land of forgetfulness? Paraphrase that if you wait too much longer, it ain't going to be nothing for you to help, sir. You wait too much longer. It's going to be too late. I don't know if anybody ever felt like that. Verse 13 says, but unto thee have I cried, O Lord, and in the morning shall, thy my, shall my prayer prevent thee. And in the morning, speaking of after all night, in the morning shall my prayer prevent thee. Now the word prevent right there, once again, does not mean to stop him. That word prevent right there means to project oneself. That is to proceed, to project oneself. That is to proceed. Remember, we learned this word a while, a while back. It means this word prevent means to lay out the carpet for someone as to prepare a way for the entrance of that person to lay out a carpet for as to prepare an entrance in for the person. Just like a, a bride is they pull out the, the carpet or the, the before she walks out and then she walks out down that pathway that nobody else walks on. She she it's been laid out for her. Blessed be the name of the Lord so that she can now proceed out that way. God said, your prayers lay this road out for me so that, yeah, you're going to pray all night. But in the morning, I'm going to answer you. In the morning, I'm going to answer you. Why? Because your prayer laid out a pathway just for me. 
Your prayer gave me a pathway to be able to do what I want to do. Hundredfold back into your life, my blessed sister. Your prayer laid that out. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Turn to James chapter five. Because God, see, pray, your prayer means something. Your prayer means something. You're not the type that's just going to sit there and deal with this and take that and be beat down till you can't receive no more. God, no. God said, you're going to need to learn something. Start praying all night. James chapter five. Verse 16, it says, confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that ye may be healed. Then it makes an awesome statement. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. That word effectual right there means to be active, which means it's active where you're active. You're doing it. You're doing it. You're doing it. That's what we're doing. We're praying and we're doing it. We're doing it. It's effective. Praise God. Because it's active. You're doing something with it. See, a lot of people just let the thought stay on the inside. No, speak it out. Say it out. Pray this thing. Why? Because the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. That word availeth means to have or exercise force. To have or exercise force. Whereas it will exercise force into the middle of your situation. You're releasing a force into the middle of your situation when you pray. It also translates can do. Glory to God. It also translates can do. See, prayer opens a door for a God who can do. And the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man can do much. Can do much. It also translates to be of strength. To be of strength. That's because prayer opens a door for a God who be of strength. Continual present tense. And he wants to be of strength in the middle of your situation. And he will give you strength in the middle of your situation. And then he'll bring strength into your situation. To be able to handle whatever's going on. What's going, what are you going to do? He's going to bring much. Hallelujah. He can do much. It'll avail much. He'll exercise force that's much. That word much right there means much in any respect. I like that. Much in any respect. In size, it's talking about largely. God will do some large stuff up in the middle of your life. Yeah, you got a big situation, but you got a big God. And your prayer will release away for him and roll out the carpet for him to be able to come into the midst of your life and do some large stuff. Praise God. And number, it means many. And number, it means many. Not many, M-I-N-I, but in many, M-A-N-Y. God will do many things for you. You might be in a situation where a whole bunch of stuff has happened to you. But God said, I can handle each and every one of those things. God will handle many things for you. We're having trouble with one of them. God said, I'll handle all of them. Praise God. And that's in size and in number. And in amount, it means abundantly. Praise God. And, and plenteously. God will do abundantly, plenteously. He said over in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, that God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all you can ask or think according to the power that will work within you. What well, a power that works within you is the faith that you have in God. And when you open up your mouth and pray in faith, then it opens up the opportunity for that abundant God who is able to be able to do in your life what it is he's able to do. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope you were blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you learn a little bit more about the intimate relationship that God wants to have with us. I hope even more that you're finding out about the pathways that we're to take to have the increased intimacy that God wants to be experienced by us. So let's believe God's word is true and benefit from the things that our loving God desires for me and you. 
Let's walk along the pathways to increase intimacy with God that he laid out for me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon. Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed if you do. I guarantee you. And to all the business people and aspiring business business people in San Antonio surrounding areas, we have something for you too. We invite all the Christian business people and aspiring Christian business people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our early morning summit meeting of the Anointed to Prosper Christian Business Persons Fellowship this Saturday morning. It's an early morning breakfast fellowship that's held from 7 to 9 in the morning on the first Saturday of every month for many of the Christian business people and aspiring Christian business people in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together to fellowship and network together as well as to receive a powerful word from God that will help them to be the successful business people that God has called them to be. Second Chronicles chapter 29 verse 20 says, Then Hezekiah the king rose early and gathered the rulers of the city and went to the house of the Lord. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to fellowship and network at this inspiring and informative meeting of the ministers of the marketplace. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.